John DeConi, welcome to the Daily Wrestling News Show. We have a great slate of shows this week. Good morning, sir. How's everything? Very good, very good. So I, I want to uh, update people on what's going on with the show because we do have some news. Um, I have some big projects that I'm working on for MinutesToBellTime.com, and some of them I'm super excited about, but I can't quite let the cat out of the bag just yet. I will say that the website's going to go through a major technical upgrade. It should make it faster and give me the ability to do a lot more things in the back end. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Um, and I'm not letting the cat out of the, bag, out of the bag right now. So you're probably wondering why am I saying anything at all? Well, in order to focus on getting those other projects off the ground, the Daily Wrestling News Show is going to go on hiatus for a bit. Uh, we're going to have a full slate of shows this week. They're going to be great shows, some of the best we've ever done. But then we're going to call this the end of season one, and we're going to go on hiatus for a little bit. I do expect that over the course of time here, we'll have some uh, content that comes out, live videos and podcasts. But The Daily Show is going to go on hiatus for a few months at least. Uh, I will announce right now, though, that we are definitely going to have a roundtable discussion seven to ten days after the Royal Rumble uh, in January. Well, I guess it'll be February if we go seven to ten days after, but I'll probably do some pay-per-view post shows, uh, and I hope to still do some great interviews with some of the folks that we've had on the show in the past. Um, it just won't be every day, which means everyone that we do do will be exceptional. So I'm excited about that. I think our quality is going to go way, way up. Um, so with that, we have a great show this week. Every show this week, we're going to be talking about our hopes uh, for wrestling in the next three to four months. And I think that's just going to come into some like really, really great conversations that we're going to have. So uh, I'll set this up for you, John. First and foremost, you're the first guy on this week. So uh, you're the first guy out of the out of the door here to talk about what your hopes are. But before we do that, we did a similar exercise about 77 episodes ago when we did episode 100, and you were explaining what your hopes were for the next six months or so. And we've we've got had been through six months. So you wanted at that time the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships combined, and you wanted to see a mid card title. So I thought we'd check in on that and see how we've done. Uh, your hope did not come true, John. No, no. AEW decided to go that route, but uh, WWE said, no, we're going to keep doing it the way we do it. And even though they, they you know, they kind of teased it a little bit with Becky saying, uh, you know, let me bring back Becky two belts uh, for that disastrous uh, title swap with, with Charlotte. But uh, no, they went, they went away from it, and we've still got our two individual champions, which – Still works, but you know, I just thought it would have brought more people into like you know they 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 seem to have a hard time writing for anything below the the top titles, so it would have yeah. forced them to okay, you've still got all these great names at the very top echelon of the women's division. Now let's do something interesting with the people that are just one step below. I think it's more it's maybe more important nowadays than it was then even when you when you consider. The fact that they have their upper echelon, the what the name the names that have been made, right? The four horsewomen, and yeah. then even 
I guess you could even throw Bianca and Rhea into that picture now. Absolutely. All these are like, you know, made names that are going to be competing for those top two titles. But man, if they had something just a little below, and I guess they had the Queen's Crown Tournament, right? but something for that whole section to be competing for, your your Carmelas, your Zelinas, your Tony Storms, your Shotzi's, your Tegans, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, yeah. any of these people. Um, but John Smith... In, in response to what you said during that show, he said that he thought Bailey would be the person that would become that like undisputed champion in uh, in WWE. And it's it's interesting just how absent she's been, right? Like she didn't make WrestleMania, and she got injured shortly after, and she's been gone. So like 2021 was not Bailey's year. Yeah. After 2020, kind of she carried the women's division. And the company, I would say. Yeah, you know? exactly. Roman came back in some, at SummerSlam. So, you know, you say what you want about how great of run he's on, and it started. It did start in 2020. But for that six months between start of pandemic and Roman's return, it was Bailey. She was she was doing the best stuff there. And then, you know, credit to Sasha, right? Like, she yeah, was there, with, too. With Sasha, against Sasha, throw Asuka in the mix there, making us laugh every time she – her status in, in Chinese or, you know, whatever was going on there during <laughs> yeah, those very quiet PC shows. But yeah, it was Bailey was the cornerstone. Yeah. Now you had also on that show predicted that Shayna Baszler would be either the raw or SmackDown champ. Um, Cause that was one of the other prompts for that show was who was going to be a first time champion. Yeah. And we didn't get our wish there, but Shayna has finally broken off from Nia. So maybe we're looking at at least a run towards the top for Shayna Baszler. Uh, John Smith said on the show that he's pretty sure Shayna Baszler's uh, catchphrase was snap, tap, or crap. We all disputed it, but he was insistent still, and I, I don't think we've actually gotten official clarification on that. <laughs> yeah, McAfee, I think, tried to bring that back uh, last week when she uh, when she choked out Naomi. But, you know, the original saying is tap, nap, or snap right. to uh, submissions, but... I suppose I could see where uh, Shayna would throw that extra in there. <laughs> he said he de she definitely did it. So, <laughs> all right. So, so no Shayna Baszler, first time champ. So, uh, let's hope that for your new hopes, and we're not talking about Star Wars on this particular show, but for your new hopes, uh, let's hope that they come more true. So, what do you got for like the next, you know, between now and Royal Rumble? What's your hope for wrestling? Okay. So, I think. We all are on the same page in believing that we're going to get something spectacular, but maybe a rerun when it comes to the Universal title. Like, it's probably the road to WrestleMania will probably be Roman versus either Brock or maybe The Rock. So just between now and then, a good storyline between Roman and presumably Drew something believable, something fun. You know, don't see Roman dropping the title, but between now and the Rumble, I, I just want to see on both shows good, believable storyline, fun storylines for the top titles. You, you know, Seth and Big E, pretty sure Seth's not going to take the title off of Big E, but because, well, because we're also, I think, all under the same assumption that the whole point in putting the title on Big E 
was to get someone who could lose to Roman at Survivor Series. So a good run between Seth and Big E to get us to Survivor Series. And then after that, I don't know if you pick that up or if you put somebody, you know, maybe Bobby comes back into the mix there. I just want to see some interesting stories uh, with these top titles. I think I think um, part of it is like you want to be in a position where you're pretty sure Roman's not losing and you're pretty sure Big E's not losing the title in this particular situation. But you want that doubt to be there, right? You want that. You want that little bit of like, well, if anybody's going to take down Roman that's not named Brock and not named The Rock, True is probably the guy. And, you know, maybe maybe there's a certain situation in, you know, I don't know, day one, I guess, is the paper only pay-per-view after Survivor Series that uh, right. WWE has before the Rumble. So maybe Drew's the guy, you know, maybe there's maybe they're going to work something so that they can, you know, flop that title a little bit or, you know, at least you know, make it interesting. <laughs> make Roman's me hesitate when I'm making my picks, you know, make, right. make, make me put some thought into it. Right. There's nothing right now that's going to have you pick any against Roman Reigns. There's like, there's, there's nothing. So give us that storyline that makes you just have that little bit of doubt. Yeah. Um, and on the other side, I, you know, the, the fun thing is it's Biggie's first title reign and you think, okay, he's going to have probably six months with this belt. But, you know, you throw him against guys the caliber of Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins can lose a bunch of times. But is there somebody out there that you're like, oh, Biggie can't get past this guy? So uh, you brought up Bobby Lashley as a person, you know, that he could come back to. He should come back to, you know, the way yeah. Biggie won the title and everything. Uh, and when that match gets booked, presumably sometime early next year or maybe at, the, at WrestleMania, sure. that's going to be one where you have to hesitate. Yeah, absolutely, because just the fact that they got Bobby out of the way so he wouldn't have to lose to Roman at Survivor Series tells me that he's, pro he's probably coming back around and he's probably going to get that title back. And I would not have a problem with that because, you know, for years I didn't believe in Bobby all that much. Obviously, I mean, from a physical standpoint, you could believe absolutely anything. The man is, you know, carved out of granite and he looks like a mountain, but he didn't have the charisma i wasn't really all in on him well at some point in time mvp is going to come back not that he 100 needs a mouthpiece but him and mvp together are fantastic sure. so you put that back together and they get another run towards that wwe title and i'll be all you know all in for that yeah no absolutely it, now the you mentioned biggie you know put the title on him so that he can lose to Roman at Survivor Series. Is there any part of you that's like, maybe Big E gets that win? Any part of you that thinks that way? There's no nothing at stake, right? The titles aren't. Exactly. You don't, you don't drop the title there. But I think we, yeah, I think Big E gets that win. He gets it via disqualification because the Usos actually get caught cheating this time. But <laughs> I, 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 no part of me sees Roman, uh, you know, uh, taking a three count. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, me either. That you know, whoever beats Roman, that that is such an important match. Whenever that happens, um, WWE will probably screw it up. Um, but I don't, I don't have a lot of faith that they'll do it right. But they built Roman up to this great big monster um, that just seems so unbeatable. And if somebody on the up wins, it's on the come up. That's a big deal. You know, yeah. if it's if it's somebody that's already made, it's wasted. Right, like Brock Lesnar should not be the guy. Shouldn't exactly. under any circumstance be the guy that beats Roman. Brock's a made man. 
you know, Kane Velasquez would have been a better choice, right? <laughs> you know, like anybody that's like on the up, Kerry yeah, Cross, anybody. We talked in these last six months about it about it big about Big E being that right. guy, like that would make him. But we all know it's the WWE, so it'll either be Brock or it'll be Rock because it'll be some tie-in with a trip to Saudi and blah blah blah. And you know they will absolutely do the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah, it's the wrong thing in our eyes. Well, I will be giving out a different hope. Oh, anything, anything else on that before we move on, or any other hopes? Uh, it's two quick spots. Uh, sure. I'm very much looking forward to this Raquel Dakota feud. Sure. And I, I hope that goes to about Survivor Series. I hope they have a gimmick match that gets absolutely ugly in the end for the blow-off. And then both of them get called up to different brands afterwards. And that's kind of a teaser for one of your future questions. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I like that too. I, I want to see, uh, and it kind of leads well into my hope as well. So that's, that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I want to see a good feud out of them because... They are, I don't want to call them NXT OGs, but in the 2.0 era, they're kind of like, you know, old guard. Yeah. Um, but we know that they're capable of a really good match because it's the two of them and they're more mature wrestlers than a lot of the ones that are being used right now. So I think it's one of our best hopes for a really great NXT match in the next three months. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully we don't get overexposed to it. I don't want 10 of them. Right. Or 10 different variations of it. But if you give me, you know, one relatively quick here and then another big blow off one in a couple of months, I'd be really happy. Sure. So here's here's my hope. Uh, I, I want my NXT back. That's my hope between now and Royal Rumble. I get that we're not getting the old thing back. Right. Uh, and I actually I prefer the, the new lighting and everything. I didn't really like the dark uh, mosh pit type of vibe i think the new look actually is a big improvement um but what i guess I, I know i'm not getting everything back but what i want is i want to be excited about nxt again i want takeovers i want that feeling that i'm going to get killer matches i want excitement about call-ups and all all that stuff it feels like it's been stripped away we haven't had a takeover in forever and they haven't announced one and i don't perceive great matches with the exception of the one we just talked about as a potential right. anytime in the near future, certainly not on television um, unless we get a takeover or something on, on Peacock and the call-ups, I dread them more now than I, than I'm excited about them because of what they've done with Karen Cross and Keith <laughs> Lee. And to many extents, like look at even Matt Riddle and Ricochet and Alistair Black, all these guys that just seem to be, you know, obvious a done deal, stars on the main roster and they just messed up every time so now i dread them more than i get excited about them and i want that to change so that's my hope um is that now as mu as much as we complain about 2.0 the one thing that's that is good about the the re-looking at nxt and what they're doing is that now the hands that are running the main roster are at least more in touch with what's going on in NXT. So one would think that there is a plan that's starting at NXT that may hatch into something on the main roster because the same people are involved throughout. That's a that's a hope. Yeah, it's a, you know at least 
give, oh. give, give them the benefit of the doubt on that. That should be a benefit of this process. Hopefully they feel more invested in these people when they come up. Right, right. Because now, hey, look, Hunter was the scapegoat, right? He built us a bunch of guys that just didn't work out on the main roster. Who are you going to blame now? <laughs> Who are you going to blame now? <laughs> Hunter, what have you been doing these last couple of years? Jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, John, a wild ass prediction for 2022. You got one? Uh, I got it. Okay. I've got one that I could actually see coming true, and then another one that is just pie in the sky. Uh, so the, the realistic one, although I don't know how realistic because it involves contract negotiations, but um, your inaugural Owen Hart Cup winner, Kevin Owens. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember um, – what is the date on Kevin Owens' contract? Do you do you remember that from the discussions I, that we've had? I thought it was January, somewhere in January, but I'm not entirely sure. Let me see. Do, 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 do. Well, keep going on that point, and I'll see if I can look it up real quick. Yeah, well, just the, the idea of you know, like I, I mean, I just he's he's probably my favorite talent in the WWE. So, whereas I don't really want to see him go. I I want to see him used a little better, and there's just there's such a stalemate at the top. I don't see him doing much of anything at the top of you know of that company. So might as well put him over there where, okay, there's 15 people you know who could get a shot right around the top, but throwing him in that mix, I mean, there's just great matches to be had, and you know nothing but positives. So January 31st, 2021 is the date that we have on Kevin Owens, the last known date. So that was, as I recall, the news story that came out was that when WWE got the Fox deal, they renegotiated a bunch of contracts right, um, and pulled them in, right? They made them not necessarily for more or less money, but for a shorter period of time. So I guess you could say it's more money in less time. So sure. that's more money, but... Um, so, uh, January 31st is not too far away and they haven't announced anything about the Owen cup yet. You you know, the way they went out about it, it just announcing it and everything. You think they would have some details coming out soonish, but sure. they could probably stretch that out a bit. Um, I guess, is there some feuds in WWE that you feel are a little left unfinished? that you'd like to see him do before he were to leave and go into that, uh, that atmosphere. I mean, you know, him and Sammy have gone back and forth a hundred times. He had that great run against, uh, Roman, even though, you know, no one thought he was ever going to win, but, uh, so I don't know if there's any, I mean, you put him with anyone and he's going to entertain, but I don't know if there's, you know, any unfinished business that I see for him. He should probably lose to Biggie on the way out the door. Is my my thought, but I, I you know if I had the match or I don't have the match, I'm not that you know torn up about it one way or the other. But you know it'd be a credential for Biggie, and yeah. they are on the same roster, so you know I would I would take that for him. But yeah, I think that that's a really interesting idea for the Owen Hart Cup. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else I'd rather see win it. You know, the first the first one. I assume right. it's an annual. It is an annual. They announced that. So, okay. What else you got? 
Okay, my way out there one that's going to be on on par with uh, my 2021 prediction. Uh, in terms of uh, well, going back to uh, the episode number 100 where we said, you know, a new champion, first-time champion, WWE champion, Austin Theory. In 2022? <laughs> Whoa. That's that's my way the hell out there prediction. It's obvious to me that they they see something in him, right? He's he was he taking selfies with Jeff Hardy and Dominic Mysterio, right? <laughs> you know, uh, after he beats them, so the, he's not losing. They're definitely doing a little push, giving him a little push. He's got the, uh, I guess I'll say the Andrade stank off him now, right? Because you know he went back to NXT and did his tour there. Right. Had had some coaching from Johnny Wrestling. Um, it's interesting. I I could definitely see a feud with you know Big E as the you know for the WWE Championship. Could I see him winning it? Man, <laughs> I mean he just he's in that mold of the prototypical you know to use Jr's phrase the the, the blue chipper. Sure. Like he you know he's got the physique and you know like uh, on par. All right. He doesn't have the, the history, but on par with like a Randy Orton, you know, he is that, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to mold a wrestler, you're starting with someone who kind of looks like him. And we've seen that he can, he can play goofy because yeah. he's, he's done brilliant uh, with, with Johnny, with all that. Now let's see, can he be uh you know, a, you know, just a, a, a bastard. Can he, can, can yeah. he, be, can he be a, you know, he can, obviously he can work heel, but can he work serious heel? Right. Um, I think if you add that to him, uh, you know, he's a future star, you know, just waiting to be molded. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting. And, and on, honestly, they need to go younger. Right. I, I think they all they know that that's a problem that they have. They be in WWE that they need to get younger on the roster. Sure. And so he's there. Don't wait till he's 45 to put the title on him. <laughs> uh, Bobby Lashley and whatnot. So. And the, you know, their awareness of that may, would could lead them to doing some crazy things. <laughs> so, so maybe it's not as wild ass as we think. But um, my, I feel like my wild ass was less wild ass than your wild. Ass. <laughs> Somebody's gonna cut that clip. Um, <laughs> uh, I just, I'm just saying, Roman's losing the title sometime in 2022. Um, and I don't think it's Brock, and I don't think it's The Rock. I don't think it's Austin Theory either, <laughs> or Shayna Baszler. Um, but uh, but I think he's going to lose it to somebody, and I I I can't say for sure who it is. But you know, when I look at the fact that they they put the we'll talk about this in the next segment, the NXT guys on the SmackDown roster for the UK tour, mm -hmm. maybe it's one of those guys. You know, they're. Ron Breaker didn't beat Tomasa Ciampa for the NXT Championship, but I know they're high on him. Sure. They got a lot they can do with him, and he's very charismatic. Could he be the guy sometime around SummerSlam? They bring him up around the Royal Rumble. They're not going to sit on him down there in NXT. I don't believe they're going to sit on him. They're going to get him up nah. very quick. Um, so maybe that's my other wild-ass prediction is that he's up, he's up on the main roster around Royal Rumble time. He's a WrestleMania match. He gets a win there. Somehow he gets into the SummerSlam picture and he gets a match there against Roman and he wins. I don't know. I'm picking some uh, Roman Reigns is going to drop the title in 2022. I could see it happening. 
And as we said in the, the previous discussion, let's just hope they do it in the right way. That's right. That's right. Okay. The next prompt, and it's interesting, I think you were indicating something earlier. I want to know, John, who do you think is going to win the men and women's Royal Rumble in 2022? So uh, we, as I mentioned, we're going to have a roundtable seven to 10 days after the Royal Rumble. So nice. we're going to come back to this prediction at that point. This is way early. So we're, this is November 1st that you were talking about this. So a lot can change between now and then. But do you have your, your mind's eye on somebody for both the men and the women? Okay, for the women, I have a feeling that, you know, like if, if you ask me to put money on it right now, take if, you know, Vegas is taking odds right now, I'd probably put it on Rhea. Just because, okay. you know, like right now they're, you know, she's doing the, the thing with Nikki and they're kind of downplaying her because she was she was way up at the top of the women's card. They've kind of pushed her down, even though she's still got gold. Uh, but I think she'll be repackaged, whether it's when she turns on Nikki or whatever. Uh, you know, we badass Rhea is coming back at some point. That's who I bet on. Who I want is Raquel Gonzalez. I yeah. want a great feud with her and Dakota. Then I want her to come up to the main roster, get some wins going into the rumble. And then I want her winning that rumble and going on to uh, face one of the champions at uh, WrestleMania. So that's for the women. There are people, let's stick with that for a second. There are people that probably should at least say, Oh, it'd be too soon because they said that about other people in the past. It'd be too soon. It'd be too soon for Raquel. But I, 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 you know, I, we just talked about they want to get younger. They want that stuff. Um, I think they've made a lot of mistakes by waiting too long on people in the past. Yeah. So the Rumble is a spot where they can actually make a star each and every day. If you name all the Royal Rumble winners from all the way back to now, there's not many people on there that aren't stars. Right. So it's a good, it's a good uh, indication that the person is going to going to become a big time player. So. You know, bet on yourself, bet on the young talent that you've been grooming, put them in a spot to succeed and let them succeed. I bet you they do, especially somebody like Raquel. I hope so. Don't beat her 12 times and then have her become champion. Because it's exactly. like... <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right. And then the, on the men's side, it's so dependent, you know, like I just I hope they don't do the Rock or Brock show up like Rock showing up and winning the Rumble. It would be huge. It would it would blow the roof off of whatever building they're in. But they don't need that. No. Him going, you know, either, either Brock Lesnar or Dwayne Johnson going to the main event of WrestleMania. You don't need a Royal Rumble build for that. But I could see them doing it. Sure. What should probably happen is that the Royal Rumble leads to the WWE championship portion of the Royal Rumble main or the uh, WrestleMania main event, in which case, if it's still big E, I could see it being like a carrying cross, but I'm assuming Bobby's going to come back around at some point and take that title back. And I, what I would really like to see, if they're not going to put them together and reform, you know, a, a new fancy, uh, newfangled hurt business, I want to see Keith Lee go against Bobby. Okay. So your so your preference is Bobby to be holding the title and Keith Lee to win the Rumble? 
Yeah, maybe maybe Bobby wins it back from Big E at the Rumble. Keith Lee wins, uh, you know, that whatever that in-between pay-per-view is, whether they decide to go with uh, Elimination Chamber yeah. or something else there in well, the middle. Saudi Arabia. So Good point. Yeah. So yeah, Big E gets a shot again. He loses. Bobby still got it. And now the Rumble uh, winner decides, okay, I'm going after Bobby at Mania. It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, I like I, I I don't know if they have that faith in Keith Lee right now. Uh, I love I love the idea of Keith Lee winning though. Um, we you mentioned Brock. He's definitely going to be at Rumble. They've already announced it. So yeah. um, the question is: Is he going to be in the Rumble, or is he going to be going against Roman, or is he just going to show up? Like what's going to happen there? So um, I don't want I. I a lot of people loved the Royal Rumble that Brock Lesnar just threw everybody out for the first twenty. I think it. I think it sucked because we wait twenty. We wait all you know twelve months for the Royal Rumble, and it's a one man show. I, I, I didn't like it. Exactly. It was a series of one on one matches, and not even good one on one matches. So it's <laughs> like, so I didn't love that. I don't want to see Brock in the Rumble because I don't want to see them do that with him again. Right. Um, you know, I'll throw out Drew McIntyre right now on, as a heel, and not running up to not running up to uh, to Roman. Let him run up against Big E as a heel. Okay. We know he can do that. He was a heel for I don't know how long when he first came up to the main roster. Sure, They've done the babyface thing with him. I thought he was. I think he was getting way over, um, but the pandemic kind of really slowed him down. Yeah. So now they've got the sword thing on him, and he's kind of a laughable character. Turn him heel again. Maybe have him skewer somebody with that sword. <laughs> <laughs> um, they could do that at a, uh, Extreme Rules Backlash or whatever. So. Not so Extreme Rules. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's the prompts. We're going to, John, we will be revisiting those answers the next time uh, when we do a roundtable in that, that seven to 10 day after. Uh, after Royal Rumble. So I'm excited about that. I think it'll be a lot of fun when we come back to these and we'll have everybody on and everybody will have done their predictions. So it'll be, it'll be fun to revisit all that stuff. Uh, I hope for your sake that, you know, we get this, uh, we get the women's undercard title though. Again, I think that it's kind of needed, you know, and you mentioned it before. Um, And man, I guess another hope would be, let's get Bailey back. Jeez. That that's actually on here somewhere. Bailey makes an amazing early return. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I only bring that up because she was, you know, part of the conversation around uh, around that undisputed women's title that we talked about. But right. yeah, I hope she has an early return. I hope she makes Mania this year because her not being on Mania two years in a row after the year she had in 2020 is not justifiable. That's criminal. So. All right, well, let's move into headlines because we do have a few headlines. We're not a ton of news today, but we got some. So uh, stick with me and we'll be right back with headlines. We're back. Short, short break today. <laughs> uh, tonight on Monday Night Raw, John, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Is this finally where we're going to see Bianca Belair win the Raw Women's Championship back from Becky? Is this. You know, we've done, we've played this match 12 times now. It's got to be over, right? Yeah, you would think so. I just, uh, I don't know if they're ready to uh, get off of the, 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 the train there with the man. So, 
I it's still, you know, which is a good thing. I, I'm not sure going into it. It's not it's not painfully obvious. So I like that aspect of it. I just hope this is the end of it. DQ. That's what I'm calling for. That's what I'm pretty, pretty positive. We won't have a finish to a match. <laughs> Probably right, unfortunately. Uh, no manhandle slam there. Uh, Danhausen broke his leg over the weekend, which, oh, that's kind of, it's just the worst because um, the Ring of Honor news that just came out about uh, Danhausen, you know, all the all the stars being let out of their contract, final battle being the last day. Danhausen was under contract there. He was probably in position to negotiate a good deal with another company um because he's just been on fire he's all over the place very funny very evil um but man having a broken leg it's, it'll be curious to see if he able to get if he's able to get work luckily he's diversified but um, yeah. tough break for sure yeah yeah i'd been seeing you know the i'm not terribly familiar with the character but i had known of him but the in the last month the, the Every wrestling group or website, uh, there was using you know some kind of Danhausen memes were popping sure. up in my feed five times a day. Yeah, yeah, he's he does comics. He has his own uh, fan group. It's called on Facebook. It's the Danhausen Fanhausen, which makes sense. <laughs> so he's everywhere. Um, yeah. So and he's and he's one of my wife's favorites. So unfortunately, broken leg. I'm not sure what his recovery time is, but. It, he doesn't work a very strong style, so maybe he'll be back sooner than we think. But there you go. He probably won't be on Ring of Honor Final Battle. No, wouldn't think so. Um, Mance Warner uh, on the same show was also injured. He has an injury to his ankle, and I believe I just heard that he was recently released from his MLW contract, which he hadn't worked in there in a long, long time. So another injury. Um, so we probably won't see much of the southern psychopath that much he did just he's he was tag teams with uh matthew justice and they just lost the gcw titles to the briscoes yeah. so it's good good thing that gcw got those titles onto another team so they didn't have that situation but speaking of the briscoes they are jawjacking with ftr on twitter so this is this is good right like if we can get a little briscoes ftr um, you know, match. Obviously, I think the F FTR would win. Otherwise, uh, you know, because I'm sure AEW would be booking it. <laughs> but, but, uh, but you know, when you when you look at FTR, you know, they got their teams, the GTTOAT, the greatest tag team of all time, on the back of their jackets. Right. Um, you know, the Briscoes are not necessarily in everybody's conversation about that. But when you talk about Ring of Honor and you talk about teams that have been together for a long long time there aren't very many that have been together as long as the briscoes and that have uh been on top of a tag division of any kind sure. for as long as they've been on the top of the ring of honor tag teams uh titles and they've been kept away from the major nationals you know wwe and AEW and tna impact even basically forever so now we're in this spot where they're going to be in a position where they can work some other companies and potentially sign with other companies and makes it really interesting. The dream match, so to speak. Yeah. Well, I, I think if, if you started watching AEW and prior to that, you were just a WWE fan and maybe you didn't know FTR, how great they were down at NXT. And you just saw the way they were used 
on the WWE main roster. Them going over to AEW and showing exactly what they could do was kind of like a wow. We saw a little bit of this in the WWE, but wow, look what these guys can do. I think the Briscoes would be a lot like that. If you just know, like myself, just know of the Briscoes, don't know a lot about their in-ring acumen, but then you put them in there with someone like FTR and they really get a chance to shine, then all of a sudden you're going to be like, where the hell have these guys been? Sure, yeah. So we have that. I think that hopefully that match gets booked, right? That's that's. Hey, that's a hope. For, you know, we should re- I should write that down. Add that to should, the list. <laughs> we should add that to the list to come back to. Um, also, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I mentioned on a, I posted on Facebook that he went in for surgery pertaining to prostate cancer last week on Friday, and the surgery apparently has gone as planned. So that's great news. Uh, you can look to Hacksaw Jim Duggan's social media. He their his wife is. Posting updates on his condition and everything. So uh, best wishes to to Hacksaw. So. Get well soon, tough guy. That's right. Oh, uh, Jordan, we're talking about releases. Jordan Oliver released from his MLW contract. MLW released a few people, like four or five people in the last uh, last week. So it's it's interesting. They've had some people under exclusive contracts. Jordan Oliver is a young guy. He's in his you know low 20s. Uh, he's a GCW regular. It'll be interesting to see if there's anybody that's interested in picking him up. It's kind of crazy, you know, when we talk about things like this in light of the Ring of Honor news. It's it's tough because Ring of Honor was one place for people. It's just another place for people to work. And now all of this talent is available. It's like really bad time. It's probably worse than the, you know, April 16th time to be let go because that whole roster of Ring of Honor guys is on the market and available to take independent bookings and to take, uh, you know, any spot that's open on a on a big big company roster. Yeah. And you got Jordan who just hits the market. He's he's competing against all those guys, so tough break for for him. Yeah. Although we get some freedom, so you know, who knows? I'm not sure how he perceives it. So. Uh, WWE is offering buy one, get one free tickets for the UBS arena show in Long Island. Uh, that's, that's the one that they're getting outsold by AEW by a very, very wide margin. And last I checked the buy one, get one free deal is not closing the gap. So, uh, man, this is not looking good for them there. And, and, you know, okay. It's Long Island. It's not Madison square garden, but I mean, that's. That's their backyard. It's it's New York. It's backyard. That's it's not far. Yeah, they run a lot of they ran a lot of events at Nassau Coliseum, and uh, they cannot be happy about this news. No, 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 no. Uh, also in WWE news, the UK tour. I think I mentioned uh, I mentioned something earlier because we were talking about like Braun Breaker and whatnot. Breaker, yeah. But in Le- Liverpool, Leeds, Nottingham, and Manchester. Cesaro versus Walter is going to be on all those cards. That is fun. That is fun. Also, Tomasa Ciampa versus Braun Breaker versus Sami Zayn on all those cards. Um, those are those are some fun matches. And I think you were John. You were saying, how the heck did Sami Zayn weasel his way into that? <laughs> Sami Zayn pulling a Daniel Bryan. What's going on there? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But uh, you know, you got a trusted worker like Sami Zayn working in there with uh, two guys from NXT. You know, same thing with Cesaro working with Walter. You know, it's one of those things that 
I'm sure there's going to be a post-match report submitted to Vince and Bruce Pritchard on those. And, you know, this is what, how Ciampa did. This is how Braun Raker did. This is how Walter did. Um, so hopefully this is an indication that, uh, that Braun Breaker is going to be coming up. That's my, that's my prediction there. You know, so. Yeah, it makes sense. I just, I just hope they, they find a way to put some of those on TV. <laughs> I, I hope we get to see some of those matches. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. They also have uh Ciampa versus Breaker in London. So, so basically the whole UK tour is going to have some interesting characters and matches on there. So all good nice. stuff there. Uh, and then John, finally, Bray Wyatt is a free agent. Wyndham Rotunda, I guess, is yep. probably known at the moment. But yeah, free agent. He's on the open market, uh, available for bookings. So finally changed his Twitter handle that everyone kept saying, well, oh, he's definitely going back to WWE. Look, he hasn't even changed his Twitter handle. Come on. Well, now we get to see. Now it's going to be, a, hopefully he pops up sooner rather than later. And you got to, you got to, you got to think he probably will because someone's got to be chomping at the bit to get that guy and his ingenuity and his gimmick, whatever the next evolution of it may be on television. You know, there was a lot of talk about him potentially going to impact yeah. um, and he wasn't available um, when they did the last round of tapings right after bound for glory. So that pushes you way, way out. <laughs> now, um, if he should, if he works tonight for them, he won't show up till April on TV. <laughs> well, that's, I was going to mention, he probably won't work a taping because impact will want to have a surprise True. or they'll advertise it one of the two um if if it was impact that he was headed to right shows up someplace live or they just plan on it and they advertise it because it's going to be leaked if it's at a taping you know everybody will know the second it happens absolutely so so that's not the case now he could show up live on wednesday for AEW. he could i mean he could show up Tuesday for Tuesday for NXT. Uh, you know, so who knows? That would be surprising. Yeah. It could be a final battle. I mean, I think that everything's on the uh on the table here. So why not? Absolutely. Uh, I'm sure you know I should add that to the list for for uh, our round table. Ray Wyatt, we didn't know what he was going to do. Now, presumably, by the time that comes around, we will. So there you go. All right. Well, that being said, John, anything, uh, anything we didn't cover down on in the world of wrestling that you want to today? Any, any hopes we didn't talk about that you had? No, I think I ran through all the stuff that I could come up with. So uh, let's, you know, fingers crossed that I hit on something there. <laughs> well, if not, it'll still be a good story point for the show. So, <laughs> absolutely. All right. Well, let me tell folks uh, you've been listening to us talk about wrestling and good conversation in the last 40 minutes or so. But if you want to talk about sports, join, join Joey Jarzanka, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca on Friday nights for the Primetime Rundown. They take you through the world of sports, and their show kicks off at 7 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And then you can catch this crew, John DeConi and myself, along with Al Carl and John Smith, Gary Mahaffey. Uh, we all join Al as he guides us through a week of updates and highlights in the world of pro wrestling. You can find out who we think will win the week's matches. That's on the Essential Wrestling Podcast every Tuesday at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And then also ProWrestlingPick'em.com. It's a place where you can join or create a Pick'em League to test your predictive skills in the world of pro wrestling. 
create an account now at prowrestlingpickem.com so you can play against your friends or play against the universe. And then, of course, we've got this show for the rest of the week, the Daily Wrestling News Show. We're here this week from Monday to Thursday at 10 a.m. on Facebook and YouTube, or you can catch the audio at around noon on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you else you get your podcast. So the Daily Wrestling News Show, where we sort through all the bullshit in wrestling news to find you the truth. We're not sorting through much bullshit this week. We're, we're speculating ourselves. We're probably starting some rumors. So. <laughs> but we're, but, this week, we're dishing out the BS. There you go. There you go. We're, 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 uh, yeah, we're supplying it for sure. All right, John, anything else in the world of wrestling? I think we're good. Uh, just uh, let's just pray we get a uh, a raw tonight that doesn't have us looking at the clock and going, "Jesus, is this over yet?" Tell me the last one you watched where you didn't do that. <laughs> Can't remember. All right. Well, for John DeCani, I'm Ryan Joy. I'll be back tomorrow with Travis Severance, and we will do another round of hopes and everything for uh, for wrestling. So join us then, and uh, take care, everybody. See you.